0: Oh my gosh. So anyways, our show is about our two favorite subjects. It's about whiskey and fire. Each episode we will learn about a new whiskey and why we drink the bottle. And if you're on my YouTube, you could see the bottle is just about gone. Um, We met with the whiskey soldier guys. We went to this distillery, my husband and his best friend. Afterwards, we got a bottle and I was supposed to use it for the show. Well, lesson number one I learned going to a distillery with my my bros: don't bring a bottle back to the house that you're going to use for your show, because those little shits, um, yeah, pretty much drank this whole bottle. So I tells you right there how good it is. But we've already done we done the uh, episode ten. We did Horse Soldier the cask. Version I think it was the one with the really nice um, metal on the front and it was a delicious. So I figured I'll try this one. This one's called Horse Soldier Weeded Bourbon Whiskey. But there's just enough in here for me to do my show. Thank God Emma isn't here. Anyways, so also uh, first time tuning in. Um, between the two of us, though she's not here right now, we have 50 years experience. Uh, living the life of a firefighter, we are hoping to help some people, laugh with some people, and find humor in just about everything else. We will not always be a PC show and will contain adult language and content. You know, like true firemen. <laughs> yeah, it can get kind of dirty. And though I'm going to have to say we have not been as bad lately. the beginning, we were definitely drinking a lot more on the show because we were so nervous. <laughs> so there were some loose lips, which we still get that way sometimes. Like I think two episodes ago, the kids had gotten back to school, and we were just so excited that we didn't have to cart them around, going to different houses, spending a night. You know, because of course, if we have the kids with us, we're not going to, you know, I'm not going to take an Uber with them, and I'm not going to, you know, drive with them. So we ended up spending a lot at our houses. <laughs> Which, being responsible, remember always use Uber if you're um, going out. That's my, my little tidbit. Anyway, so back to uh, the whiskey, the bourbon. Um, it is bourbon month, so we're trying to do a bourbon every episode, which has been a lot of fun because I, I, I'm i finding I'm a bourbon girl, which is new. I always thought I was a Jack Daniels, but, of course, this show is teaching me that There's all different types of whiskeys, and they do. The more I've been, you know, doing, trying different whiskeys, I've learned there's different tastes, and some I really, really love, and some, you know, I'll drink if there's nothing else. (laughs) Which, okay. All right. So here's this lovely bottle. There's a lot going on with it, uh, which I love. It's the guys that started this business, they were, or started this whiskey, they used to be in the military. They have a movie about them. Who in the? can say that not many people which is so badass and they're just as badass in person really good good guys Um, so they have the horse with the soldier on it they were the first um, guys um, feet down boots down in Afghanistan after 9-11 so we do have a really deep connection with them um, being firemen so I just it was an easy connection just really enjoyed their company Um, I got to see their distillery which was amazing. The I can't wait for it to be done. They're also putting a restaurant in it, and just all the thought and I love the uh, the themes going on. I mean, really, they have beautiful wood. Uh, you know, using iron wood. Um, they have some saddles in there, of course, because they're the horse soldiers, and of course whiskey barrels. <laughs> so all my favorite things, and a big American flag. Hoorah! I don't think that's green beret, but anyway, said it. Um, let's see. Well, I'm going to uh, start tasting it because, you know, obviously I didn't have enough of it the other day. All right, so I'm going to do a little drive-by with my nose. It has, you know what, this time I'm um, smelling it, I definitely, because my sniffer's getting way better, has a caramel smell to it, which, hello, caramel. Uh, who doesn't love caramel? You're uh, Something's wrong with you if you don't. So I'm going to taste it. Oh, yeah. goes down smooth. It has a nice uh, caramel taste. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not getting that much better at using my imagination of what I'm tasting. I am definitely tasting deliciousness. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't have an afterburn, which, you know, I am all about that. And it just has a really nice smell to it. I'm not going to be like Emma and put my whole fucking nose down in the glass. You're such a geek. But I am going to do the drive-by. And it is lovely. You know what my husband said to me before I started this show? Actually, he didn't say it to me. He texted me. Will you make sure there's some more bourbon when you're done? Can you save some for me? i mean, what the fuck? Look at this bottle. If you can't see it, obviously, if you're on the podcast, you can't. There It is literally, I'm going to say, in men's term, there's three inches left of the bottle. But in female terms, there's probably about an inch. All right, so. And that was all him and his little buddy, man. I don't know what to do with those two. Next time, I'm just going to buy two bottles. <laughs> for me, one for those knuckleheads. So let's see what else I'm tasting with this. Um. Uh, Oh, I I see I'm supposed to do a fun fact shot. Don't remember. Totally forgot to look one up. (laughs) Emma's probably cringing right now. She is Miss Stickler by the outline and make sure we stay on topic. So, hey, there you go. There is a fun fact about us. We'll do a... It's kind of whiskey because it's about my whiskey fire department podcast. Um, I drive Emma nuts because I am not um, by the book or I don't follow anything. You know, saying that... I kind of drove some chief's nuts that way, too. I kind of was like fire fly-by-my-pants type of captain. I'm like, what am I going to do today? What's on the agenda? And it all depends on how I came in that morning. If I was hungover, had a race the day before, because I did do a lot of Tough Mudder, stuff like that, you know, it just all depends on how I felt, or just I was alone with the kids all day without my, my husband, maybe if he was at work doing an extra shift. Like, all right, today we're doing training by watching TV. Now, mind you, it could be like a movie, like a backdraft. You can learn some stuff, what not to do, what to do, how to kick your brother's ass. I don't know. You can learn some shit, I guess. But I just figured it out every morning. I know some captains, which I, we all have our different styles. Some would have like a whole outline for the month. And I was impressed by that. To be that organized, I'm pretty sure Emma was the same way, like that. I was the opposite of that, opposite of my husband, too. We are like yin and yang. Yeah, we were totally, he's way more prepared than I am. Yeah, at the end of the month, you're supposed to get together all your training and put it all in a book. Oh, yeah, that was, I was very good at fiction. <laughs> Not that we didn't train, I just never wrote it down. All right, so I just really went off topic. That's okay, because I got some stuff to tell you about these badass Green Berets, the military guys. Well, I met with Scott and Tyler. Um, we went to lunch down in St. Pete, because they're, they're distilleries um, in the Art District, which is kind of funny listening to them talk about how, you know, that it was an artist that used to own that building, and... Seeing it, there's still some art on there, and there are the people that owned it before got upset that they were just gonna take it off and put, you know, put their whatever, you know, decorations they were gonna do. So they compromised, and now they're just building over it, but keeping it, but it's hidden behind the wall. But I just love seeing these, you know, Green Berets, you know, trying to mesh with the art people, because it's like firemen trying to mesh with the art people. (laughs) We are so different than them but we are very respectful so but anyways this distillery um I mean I don't even know how to describe it just that it's they've put a lot of thought into it they're gonna have it's along the Pinellas Trail so you they're gonna have it making it really welcoming they're gonna have an opening to get into from the Pinellas Trail to come stop in and have a whiskey like do like a whiskey tour on bikes sign me up so once that's open, which I think is going to this winter is where I think the timeline is. Not I'm probably I'll check up for you guys and I'll give you an update on it because pretty sure we're gonna be regulars there. Emma and I. Yeah, you know, good place maybe during the day to see if they'll let us host a show there. <laughs> oh boy, definitely gonna to have to Uber if we do that. Um so the bottles themselves are pretty neat. The mold that makes the glass for the bottles is from Ground Zero. So you're getting a little touch of history every time you get a bottle. It's kind of in their, their notes I was reading, which, right now, I'm holding, I'm holding some history. That's it, kind of cool. I'm drinking some history. Actually, I didn't drink this. It was sh- knuckleheads, drank all that. That's right. I got some, I got enough for the show. That's all, all that matters. Cheers. I'm gonna do a little fun fact shot, cause I don't think I did it after I said it. All right, um, let's see. The mash bill of it is 70% corn. It's yellow, dent two, whatever that means. No idea. 20% wheat. So this is a wheat, not a rye, which we have found we are better on wheat. I don't know if that's just in our minds or it's just that show we end up doing with ryes, we end up getting so freaking drunk and don't feel the, gr- the greatest the next day. This one I'm thinking I'll let you know. Not that I'm I guess I can't tell you because my husband already told me what some and it's not enough, but whatever. Um, it's 113th, no, this one isn't 113th proof. The weeded cast strength is. All right, 10% barley. Has a two row combination distillers, malt and base two row, whatever the fuck that means. I think it means I am delicious. That's what I'm pretty sure it means. It's water from limestone. Aquifiers are carefully filtered for purity. Grain, water, yeast, and wood. Oh, and what Scott did tell me, which I did not know, and I don't even think Smarty Pants Emma knows, yeast is what it's all about to get the whiskey, or the bourbon, the taste that you want. And once you find it, you put it lock and key in a vault. And you keep that one growing. You never let it go away. Huh? Man, there's like science involved in this shit. I like it. I love some science. Okay, I should've worn my my, um, Space Force t-shirt. You know, that's, you know, because that's kind of science. All right, Um, the tasting and nose. Well, I just did my own, and hey, these people are right. It's caramel, honey, butterscotch, woodiness. <laughs> what was it that it was said the other day? She, t- she thought she tasted leather and something. <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> it's like who's who wants leather as one of your one of your tastes? That's from your whiskey or bourbon. I'm thinking she might have meant wood because you know, like the oak. But I don't know. She was really about the leather, and I would be like, please don't mention that. I'm thinking. So, this one does not taste like that. This one had oh, and a little spiced raisin. oh, I love raisins. Let me see if I can taste that. Um, uh, nope, not at all, but I do taste the caramel, okay, so now we are going to give another one too. I'm gonna so we got three and because of it's a pretty color. <laughs> Really enjoyed hanging out with the guys, it's a four. My, I don't remember how, she's the one that we does the rating. I know I've loved it, so, and the story behind it. So they get five, and mainly because of the taste and this and everything else about it, so. What the fuck, and they helped us out um, with Afghanistan. They're the first boots, so they get a lot of points. So I'm giving it a five flames for their bourbon. Now, probably next week, uh, Emma will let you know I was all wrong on the point system. I know for a fact she's gonna give it a five because we gave the last one a five. But I don't remember why, what all the flames are for. I do know Diet Coke, it mixes well with Diet Coke and it tastes smooth on its own. I think it has something to do with the nose. I don't know. (laughs) She's gonna be so pissed. (laughs) But, anyways, doesn't matter, it's my show. It's my show today, and so I don't know if I told y'all why. She's not here, she had an emergency up north, so I told her, I got this, I got this boo. I can do it, I think, I'm hoping. (laughs) Well, I think we're good with these guys. Oh, the best way to drink this, and I was looking it up, they say, is with over ice. And I got a little splash of water in here too, I'm gonna see if I can open up a little bit, and I'm gonna put some ice in it. Hear it? All right. So now I'm going to try a little ice and water. You know what I love best about this whiskey, too? Bourbon, whiskey bourbon, is it doesn't have that smoky taste. I'm sorry. I'm trying, but I don't like it. It's okay. Now, if I was in a castle somewhere in Scotland and there was a fireplace and it was cold outside and I can see snow in the window and that's what they gave me, I'd fucking love the shit out of it. But I'm not there. I'm at home, usually drinking it, or at Emma's house, and that's not how I. That's not my scene. <laughs> so, all right. So today, my fire subject. I was like, what am I going to talk about without her? I was going to do politics because that's always fun. Because she hates it, and I just want to make her cringe all the whole time she's listening to this. But I decided not to. I think i to mention one thing, and it's really not. It's more about. I'm not really going about my views. I'm going to go. Talk talking about my friends that um, are on the opposite side of me and how we're still great friends because it can happen. I hate how the fucking media makes it like you can't have friends that think different than you. It's bullshit because some of my best friends in the world, I've been friends for 35 years, think differently than I do. Completely different. And we travel and have the best time together and we love each other. So we'll talk about that later. But what I am going to talk about is how to succeed as a firefighter long term. Because I do have a little experience, I am I think I did really well. There are some things I could have changed, and that's where I'm going to go over. Not really. I mean, I had the best career. But I could see in the past where maybe I should have went this way, not that way. But these are all just basic stuff you probably should know. But if you're new, you, pop, you might not because you're still learning how to just live with, you know, 24 hours away from your family, um, with your new family. Well... Let's see, my first one, which will get you through your career with, people will talk about it because we all watch what each other's doing, always come in early. That person that you're relieving could have been, especially if you're a busy engine, I mean, I always did with slow engines too, I was there between 6.30 6.45, our shift started at 7.30, but they were so thankful, especially if they had a fire that night before or in the morning, you know, or early morning fire. They just want to go home. They just want to go home and have a normal nap, you know, kind of wine. So when they see you, they're just like so happy. And, they, and if you do it consistently, consistently, they always know you're showing up. And if you say something happens to you and you, and you don't, then they know, wait a minute, why aren't they here? And sometimes they can call you before, you, you know, you're late. So that's happened to me once. That's the reason why I'm saying that. It's like, fuck. But I was still able to get there in time. Because they knew if I went in there by six fifty-five, something was wrong. All right. Um, Another thing. Now you're hired. You're on the fire department. Consider yourself a lifetime athlete the whole time you're on this job, because you know who. What other job other maybe military, maybe police. I don't think there's any forces that sleep during their job, but at night, two in the morning, you get a fire. You're going from dead sleep. To 100,000 miles an hour, your heart's racing, getting your gear on and going into a structure, pulling hose, fighting fire, or on the, the, on the roof, making a hole. You know, who does that? Not even real athletes do that. You know, there's just nothing like it. So, my best advice is eat healthy. I mean, party too. I mean, I, I just have a balance. But definitely work out, it will save you. I am still very healthy. I still work out all the time because it's ingrained in me. Because I did it for 27 years. Well, longer than that because of me before I got hired. Um, That's probably one of the best advice. Uh, Always go, always take classes. I don't care, I took my last class like six months before I retired. You never know everything. You'll never see everything. This job is amazing. I mean, it's not boring. Um, so always say classes, and if you can go to some conventions, you're gonna meet people that are so awesome. I was on the honor guard also, and that was a lot of fun because I went to all the memorials, and the, that experience. I always have that amazing sort of meeting other departments, meeting people just like you that live sometimes in other countries, that live. I mean, there's nothing like us. I mean, you can go instantly, and you're best friends with that person because you know what he does, you know, or her does. You you know their life. Um, but yeah, always say classes. Always learn. Train. All that. Um, you can learn from bad leaders as much as the good ones. <laughs> Sometimes even more. Because you'll see how you can keep a crew together and how you can so fast break one up. So, yeah. I learned a lot from really shitty, shitty um, captains and lieutenants. Um, just... What I can say is, if you do, when you do become a leader, it's all about put yourself second. It's about your crew, keeping everyone together, having everyone gel. You gotta listen to some shit, but you know that's what you're there for. Um, it's all about team. You know, don't alienate yourself as a leader. Make sure you're part of it. You know, make, and that comes to another one. Always eat together. And say you're just a, not just a fire. Say you're a firefighter. You're not in that level yet. You still can be one of the leaders in the firehouse. You could be the one initiates working out. Make it fun. You know, come up with a wad. Um, if you do CrossFit, you understand what that is. Not. It's a workout of the day. Make something fun to do and to challenge each other. Compete. We're very competitive. That's always fun. Um, but make sure, even if someone's on the rack, which means they're not eating your food that y'all are all cooking together, because some people are on diets, and I get that. Some people need that more of that structure of what they're eating, because you know. Losing weight and staying in shape, 90% of it is what you put in your body. Um, be that cook, maybe. To, you can cook for, you know, uh, see what they can eat, and maybe try one meal where they can eat what you're, what you're doing. Or, but if anything else, make sure they eat with y'all when they're eating their food because there's nothing like being with each other at mealtime. That's what makes a family. You can kill that station by not eating together. I've seen it. It's horrible, and especially when I used to go in different stations, they'd send me out to work at another one. And some just seeing the tension, and it all comes usually starts with the meals. Crazy as that sounds, that's where it starts. Um, uh, when always, when you are in trouble, you did something. Trust me, I, I've been in trouble, and the best thing you can do don't lie, own it. Be a man, be a woman, and say, yes, I did that. I will learn from it. I will never do it again. It was my fault. Don't try to blame someone else and say it was someone else's fault. Say, listen, it's my fault for not knowing or not telling them, no, we're not doing this. I take all blame. I should have said something. I don't care. Whatever it is, they are more impressed if you own it, and more than likely you won't get fired or get written up. And if you do get written up, what, it's in there for a couple months, maybe 10 days, depending on the severity, always tell the truth and man up. I'm going to teach my kids that. It's just, I loved it as a, um, a captain, when someone made a mistake and I had to get on them, and when they felt so bad that they did that to me, where I had to, you know, do my job and, and write them up or have to counsel, it sucked. I hated it, but... It was not my rules. It's the fire department's rules. I don't, it didn't say Gene Fire Department. It's whatever fire department you, you work at. It's their rules. The leaders have to follow them. And no, uh, when I got hired, we did have the boys club and you know, old, you know, still, because I got hired in 91. So you still had all that going on. That's gone. I know, I mean, it was fun. And trust me, it was some of the best times because we didn't have social media. We can do whatever the fuck we want. It stayed in the station. That is not, that's not there anymore. We still have a very tight brotherhood, but not with all this recording devices. You have, you can't keep it in-house. It's just, it's not, it just can't do it. So get over it, suck it up, and realize that shit doesn't happen anymore because it's not risk losing your job. And it is what it is. So find other ways for y'all to be the brotherhood, which is just doing the right thing and letting someone know when they're doing the wrong thing. Can't spill it up any easier than that, dumbasses. <laughs> just kidding. I <laughs> haven't done anything yet. But if you have, that's my best advice I can tell you. You know, when you get down to HR, that's really bad. You look them all in the eyes and tell the truth. And they will be impressed with that. So, let's see. Oh, now if you're a rookie rookie, I'm a another way for you to just get in like Flynn, with your crew, especially, well, find out what they like. You know, do they, do they drink coffee? Do they like tea more? I mean, find something that's kind of your thing. And I think I've mentioned this before in a podcast. Like midday, when everyone needs a little, you know, pick-me-up. Maybe learn to make a energy smoothie. Find something that's yours that people are like, man, I love this shit. This guy, girl, you know, you would become, it's so funny how food and drinks kind of, you know, get you get you in, because I used to love. There was this one rookie used to Jerry in. I was like, yes. And I have to admit, it's just human nature. We I tend to treat them a lot better. <laughs> um, signed off his book a little bit faster. Um, all right, got some come in early. La la la. It's support. I all right. I think I did everything I needed to do. Mm. That's my list for you guys. So. Start you off with that. All right, so now I'm going to talk about my one little politic thing I wanted to say. You know, in the media, they try to put us, the liberals against the Republicans, or liberals against the conservatives. That's such bullshit. Because, you know, when I first was 18, 19, my friend, she's a huge Democrat. Her parents, her family is very um, big into politics. Um, Her mom was a commissioner, and her Her sister is a U.S. Senate now. I think she's up in Washington. But she got me into believing in politics and to vote. She's the one that helped me register when I was 18. But I didn't know what I was. I mean, I really didn't know I was a conservative until I was older. Because it it all has to do with your beliefs. I didn't know what I believed in. And she stayed true to her Democratic beliefs because that's how she was raised. And and that's who she is. And pretty much all my friends were in high school. Um, My sister and I we tend to go the conservative route, um, just how we were raised. And then I did for the longest time I was independent because I just I there's a lot I like on both sides. As I've gotten older and had kids, I am definitely a conservative. I'm pretty much and there are some things I I like, but you know, I'm wholeheartedly I'm a conservative. So we all went to Nantucket about six months ago, and my sister, we were because um, a couple of my friends are really big on Facebook, you know, their opinions. I don't do that. I tend to more not put my beliefs out there. I, I'm not going to change anyone's mind. And my friends that are conservatives, they disagree with me. My friends that aren't, aren't even going to look at what I have to say. So I'm okay with that. That's not what it's what it's for. Um, we went to Nantaga, spent a week together. It was awesome. I mean, it's funny. We never talk politics, but... It was crazy how much of our beliefs about our kids, about everything else, um, our family, our work, the country, it was all the same. And, you know, the media doesn't tell you that, that we have such a middle ground. And that's, you know, our family and, and the love for America. And, but I never knew that we had this big difference till so the media just is just, and, you know, those extremes on both sides just hammer each other. And the media just loves showing that. Well... No, that's bullshit. Because I love my friends. We had the best time, and I think we talked a little bit, but not. But it was funny. We were, we met there. We all met in the middle with everything, and I think we all came out surprised how much, because we listen too much to what goes on, with you know social media and just regular news that we're they're trying to tell us we're all this different, trying to divide us. Well, that's bullshit. Me being a very strong conservative and. Love for the military and not saying... And they don't. They love military. But they don't like saying all that crap. So I'm saying it. It's all bullshit. Fuck the media. Sorry. And there's my thing where I was cussing. So I'm back to it. All right. Well, I think we're done. Um, can't wait for Emma next week because it's so much easier to make fun of her than me doing all the talking. <laughs> and. Here's to you guys at Horse Soldier, Tyler and Scott. I love what y'all are doing. I love your bourbon. It is badass. Anyways, so till next week, guys, thank you so much for listening.